Hey everyone, welcome to episode number three of Live Your Vision, the podcast, um, new podcast, myself, Mike Balsamo, and... Stacey Adamiak. Stacey Adamiak. I will (laughs) pronounce her name right one day. Um, Today we're really excited to... uh, I'm on on video, I keep forgetting about the video there. Hi! (laughs) Hopefully this is recording. Um, The last episode didn't record. Um, So technology, eh? So we are... So grateful to have a, a lovely uh, guest um, from Leading Confidently Limited, Wendy Derrick. How are you? I'm good, thank you, and thank you for the invitation. Oh, thank you, Great thank you for coming here. on on the, our new podcast. Yeah. We, we we have to uh, we start high now. We yeah. set the bar really high <laughs> now, Stacey. Like first guest, Yay. first proper guest. Yeah. So thank you for taking time out um, on this lovely uh, Friday uh, morning in Swansea. So thank you for coming. So um, today's um, uh, podcast uh, um, st- uh, subject, I can't speak today, is called Own Your Own Mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of your hashtag, Wendy, isn't it, of your sort of on, on Twitter and things like that. That's that People right. find you, isn't it? Hashtag Own Your Own Mind. Hashtag Own Your Own Mind. Uh, shameless plug there, but <laughs> awesome, awesome. So if you've listened to the previous past uh, podcast with uh, Stacey and myself, we talk about live your vision, do take action and, and things like that, isn't it? That's why we've got Wendy with us today. So do you mind if I kick off? No, nope, that's mind? absolutely fine. Cool. Wendy, thank you very much for coming again. Um, so what is it that you do? What do you do? What is your job or business and what's your what's your job? Well, thanks for inviting me, Mike. Um, I help people really to get out of their own mind, out of their own head and out of their own way because I think many of us get held back from doing what we truly want to do in our lives because of what's going on inside our own minds. So for me, it's very much around unpicking what's inside someone's head and helping them to achieve what it is they want to achieve. Brilliant. So it's one-to-one coaching, um, but I also do group sessions and a lot of training in this area as well. Fantastic. God, blame me. That's amazing because I think people, what we talk about before, Stacey, yeah. and, and what we generally find in, especially in my line of business as well as a fitness uh, professional as well, um, is people are, they have barriers. Mm-hmm. For, for weight loss especially, they have barriers and things like that on, on, and they think, I can't do that, I can't mm-hmm. do that. And obviously it's not just eat, let, and the, the, the sort of top level is like to lose weight is, you know, eating a little bit less, but it's the reason behind why they are emotionally eating and things like that, which I find a lot of as well. Mm. So is that the kind of thing you should help with as well? Would you be able to help somebody like that? Absolutely. I think when we set ourselves a goal, mm-hmm. we're setting that goal at the conscious mind and mm-hmm. at the conscious level. Yeah. And really we have two minds, unconscious and a conscious mind. Yeah. And it's working with your unconscious mind is where I see results with my clients. So, for example, um, I had a lady come to see me the other day who spent two years and a lot of money going to Slimming World Mm -hmm. to lose some weight. And just after one session with her, she uh, WhatsApped me at the end of the week and she said, I don't know what the hell you've done to me, but um, I have lost five pounds, which is the most in one week this was. Wow. Um, That's the most I've lost in two years. And that was simply about digging into what was sitting behind her thought process in terms of why she wanted to lose weight, what it would mean to her to lose Mm -hmm, this weight, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how it would change her life. Um, But one of the things I did was to help her um, break a habit, um, which was um, eating these chocolate bars, Fredo chocolate. 
bars, right. which oh, yeah. you eat like all that. the time. Mm. Yeah. They're like 10 pence a year, yeah, so like, yeah. you're pounding yeah. nothing. Yeah, they got up in price now. So I use a, a neuro-linguistic uh, programming Brilliant. technique mm -hmm. on, on this lady, um, which meant that every time she went to go and reach the, the chocolate bar, she actually had a different um, thought process in her mind, and it was mapped onto something that she disliked intensely. Right. Um, if you wanted to look at my Facebook page, Leading Confidently, there's a story on there about a lady who wanted to stop eating crisps. So I'm sure she won't mind me mentioning her name. Jane used to come home from work at 2.30, reach for the dog lead to take the dog out for a walk, but also reach for a packet of crisps. Now Jane was eating, on average, 20 packets of crisps a week. Her weight is something that she wants to address. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I get my clients to think about something that absolutely, totally repulses them. Right. Something that they couldn't possibly put in their mouths, a bit like bush tucker trials right. in the yeah, 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 yeah. the jungle. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a very, very quick technique. It takes me about 15 minutes. It takes a while to um, frame the client in the run-up to that. And what yeah. I mean is getting to understand what's driving their passion for crisps in this instance. Yeah. Um, but the actual technique, um, which is called in NLP a like to dislike, takes about 12-15 minutes. That was seven weeks ago, and Jane hasn't touched crisps wow. since. Wow. Yeah. She says she's not even drawn to them. Now, I've had all the techniques that I, um, I perform with clients done to myself, mm -hmm. because I won't do anything that I haven't experienced of myself. brilliant. And one for me was chocolate. Right. I would think nothing of demolishing a whole Terry's chocolate orange mm, or yeah. smothering, <laughs> I mean, this is a disgusting habit, but smothering bread and butter pudding with double cream and then... Nutella, Nutella and eating oh, a lot yes. to myself. <laughs> Amazing. But um, I've done it, had it done on me in terms of chocolate, and I'm just not drawn to it. Mm. Wow. It's not that I dislike it. No. It's like so. I would ask people listening to this to think about something that they're not particularly fussed on eating, mm. and think, well, you're never really drawn to eat that stuff. Mm. That's the kind of thing this technique will achieve. Wow, that's powerful. It's really powerful. So I, I read some stuff about NLP and, and stuff like that, and it, it does interlink with what I sort of do as well, you know, breaking habits and stuff. But it's really interesting what you said about the thing that's really good. Yeah, because all of each, all of us, each and every one of us, will run hundreds of thousands of strategies in our mind every day. Mm. So, for example, when you got up this morning and you know you put your your leg in your trousers you will have habitually just put either your left or your right leg in your trousers. Yeah. You wouldn't have thought no. which one, oh, I'm going to put my left leg yeah. in first yeah. today. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, a, it's a sort of habitual strategy we run in our head before we do something. So all this work is doing is scrambling those strategies that might be unhelpful to you mm. and replacing them with a far more empowering, far more positive uh, strategy. So if that means you are finding it difficult to get motivated, mm -hmm. I can take you from procrastination to motivation by using certain NLP techniques. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I'm glad you picked up on motivation because the last episode, me and Mike talked a lot about self-belief mm -hmm. and what holds us back. Mm -hmm. um, are there things that we can do to believe in ourselves more or you know what is the process you think mm. absolutely all I would say your unconscious mind is listening to you all the time okay. 
Okay, so I would say if we all think about, you know, since before you've listened to this podcast and now when you're listening to it, what are the thoughts that have been going through your mind today? What have you been telling yourself? And if you start to become aware of the self-talk that you have, you know, that conversation you hold with yourself in your mind, listen to it and think about how negative that self-talk potentially could be because your unconscious mind is always listening and if mm. you continue with that negative self-talk it'll play out because it's it's all in, interlinked mm. it'll influence how you think how you feel and mm. then how you behave yeah because i find it fascinating because i mean from personal experience i know you've helped me a lot um well, over the last few months even but you know I was always very driven and always believed that I had the growth mindset and always worked on my self-development. But there have been times where that has dipped mm-hmm. um, and I've had to come to you to sort of you know, help me reframe what I was thinking around that because I did not know that it was on a subconscious mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. where I believed mm-hmm. I was having a growth mindset up here, mm-hmm. maybe subconsciously what I was telling myself or what had happened to me mm-hmm. was not, would you say, tallying with that? Or? Absolutely, and I think... Our unconscious mind is is very very powerful. It's it's the far more powerful than the conscious mind, and this will play out in scenarios like yours yeah. where you are highly focused, yeah. highly motivated. You've spoken many times yes. in public yeah. arenas, yes. and yet this particular event, for a number of reasons, yeah. it wasn't playing out as yes. you wanted, and you started feeling not as confident yeah. as you normally would. And it's about just reprogramming and rewiring that thought process in your head to make sure that your conscious mind is telling you very positive things. Mm. And we did a lot of different Different strategies and techniques that you can use. And that's, I think, what's important with the clients that I see is that I teach them the strategies Mm. so that they can continue to implement these strategies, these hub techniques, when they leave me. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's the first thing I noticed is I was trying to avoid doing something. My creative sort of energy wasn't working. And then as soon as I sort of finished our session, I went and I wrote a whole talk. I didn't try to write the talk. Yay. I didn't decide to write the talk. It just all, I had to get pen and paper and it all came out. And you just said that was just you tapping into your subconscious. Your subconscious yeah. was, was ready now. Yeah, absolutely. You know? You're, you're giving yourself permission yeah. to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I would say to people listening to this, you know, once you've started recognising that inner self-talk, that inner self-dialogue, just pay attention to what you're saying to yourself and ask yourself the question, would you be speaking to somebody else like that? Mm. Would you be speaking to your partner, your wife, your husband, your children, your, your friends? Would you be speaking to them like you're speaking to yourself? Yeah. And I would suggest the answer is probably not. Because mm. we, we are really tough on ourselves, Absolutely. aren't we? Yeah. Too tough. Sometimes, you know, yeah. As it's subconsciously, I can't do this, I can't yeah. do this, I can't do this. Mm. And we beat ourselves up mm. so much. You're right, that's, that's spot on. Would, mm. you, would you speak... To no, people, this you, wouldn't, would you wouldn't, would you? Mm. You wouldn't. And why, why, why are we so tough on ourselves, do you think? What is it, is it I think it's a, what happens in um, our sort of, the model that I use, the NLP communication model, is that something will happen to us, mm. external, and, mm. you know, an mm-hmm. external event, will mm. happen to the, exactly the same thing, might happen to the three of yeah. us, and we will interpret that event very differently. Mm. 
we will delete, distort, or generalize that situation. You mm. know those sort of characteristics around that situation. So we have a perception of it then. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Based yeah, yeah. on our internal values, beliefs, our past memories, our past experiences, mm. all those will influence how we make sense of the situation. Mm. And that will then filter into how we think, mm. how we feel emotionally, our emotional state, our physical state. Because sometimes if you feel nervous, you get the butterflies in yeah. the stomach or yeah. maybe a bit of palpitation in the chest. Mm. Mm. Um, and then that will influence your behavior, your results and your performance. Mm. Can I ask you a question, Wend? Yeah. How did this all come across? I mean... Where did you start? Did you mm. always do this type of thing or what's your background? So my background is 31 years with South Wales Police, right. which was a job I absolutely adored and I loved. Um, and during in that uh, role, I was head of the organisational training directorate. So I've spent many, many years in learning and development. Mm. Um, I'm a qualified uh, coach mm. uh, with the Institute of Leadership and Management. Um, and I've done a lot of work for the gender equality charity Hwaratig, developing leadership capability of women throughout Wales. Mm. Brilliant. So I really wanted to be able to help people on a one-to-one -one basis. And that's where I, you know, my, my why is, that's yes. my passion, is seeing the difference. And, and one thing that resonated with me recently, and it's something that I suffered with for many, many years, was blushing. Yes, I yeah, used to there. blush yeah. at the drop of a hat, mm -hmm. and I get infuriated yes. with myself that I was blushing. Yeah, uh, and that's really difficult, you know, when you're in a position of seniority, leading teams. You don't. You want your credibility and your reputation to to be sound, don't you? Yeah, you to don't want to be seen you, yeah, yeah. So I I'm also a qualified hypnotherapist, and I do a lot of kinetic shift work with with clients. And um, one lady came to me because she's, um, she's got a senior position. She often has to present very challenging information, which does get challenged. And um, she felt that her blushing was undermining her performance. Yeah. So we did an hour's hypnotherapy and she hasn't blushed since. Wow. And I say, why didn't I know about these things yeah. when I was that age? When, when I was them. in my 20s mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. needed it, I'm in my 50s now and I could have saved myself 30 years of pain. Wow, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's this thing, you know, that's amazing about how you can change something like that yeah. just by yeah. hypnotherapy and NLP and stuff like that. It's really yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah. And a lot of what we might talk about is actually starting up something about doing yeah. what you love. Okay. Yeah. Did you find it a challenge then to go from, you know, a role that you've been in for many years mm. to kind of starting to work for yourself and sort of design your, your weeks and your days yeah. and, and the life that you wanted, really? I think um, I wasn't, I didn't find, I'm certainly not demotivated, you know, my motivation is, is there to do it. I think for me the challenge was when, you know, being around people, many, many people on a daily basis and then going self-employed and being pretty much isolated unless you were going to visit clients or seeing uh, clients come to you. Yeah, who relied on you as well. Yeah, mm, absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. So I think I do um, completely resonate with people perhaps who have a goal in mind mm. and find that, you know, they might set that goal, have good intentions and then within a few months fall off track. Mm. And yeah, because we talk about setting goals a lot. Yes, yes. We? yes and, I, well, I personally think it's important, but you think that, you know, people do tend to sort of just fall off and even yeah. if they've got their best 
sort of goal in mind, yeah. it's still hard to stay on track? Absolutely. And the reason for that is that people set goals at the conscious level, in their conscious mind. So they're making a conscious effort to do something. And the work I do with clients in terms of goal setting is set at the unconscious level. So it's aligned to your core beliefs, your core values, and then your unconscious mind will allow that goal to become a habit. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you habitually do something towards yeah. achieving your goal. You're not going to fall off the wagon, as mm. it were, yeah. because you've set it at the unconscious mind. In your opinion, just go off the, um, um, the business part of it. Yes. They say it takes 90, is it 90 days to form a habit. Is that true? I can change a habit in 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> powerhouse. Yeah. Brilliant. The actual yeah. technique yeah. of breaking that habit, scrambling yeah. that strategy, that, yeah. that thought process yeah. running in your head, yeah. takes about 15 Fantastic. minutes. Fantastic. There is some pre-work that yeah. I would have to do with a yeah. client. Yeah, yeah. The actual doing of it, I can get somebody off a phobia within 15, 12, 15 minutes. Wow. Fantastic. I got several phobias, but uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. for another, another podcast, there are, there are thousands, aren't there? Thousands and thousands of phobias. Um, I've never dealt with this, but one of my um, colleagues um, is has dealt with somebody who had a phobia of cotton wool. Oh, and they said wow. that the sound oh, of yeah. moving cotton wool is something they find really, wow. really difficult. Can't find you. Yeah, it's amazing, right? That's fantastic. So, with business-wise, though, <clears throat> there's obviously. You know, a calling for this kind of work, the line of work you do, because of people are constantly up against barriers in their, in their professional and personal lives. Absolutely. We find it, well, I find it with people who want to lose weight and get fitter and things like that, and then they force the wagon and. Mm. You know, They've got the best intentions. The best intentions, yeah. especially in January. You know, January everyone's on a diet. Everyone's mm. eating too much over Christmas and stuff like that. Right, New Year, new me, and all this stuff. Mm. And then by by February this time or March this time of year mm. they sort of gone back to old habits mm. you know so obviously from your point of view with your business it's important um, to, to as I said underpin all the the reasons why from years ago so it's not just like you know right okay it's January 1st I'm going to start mm. becoming healthier mm. it's obviously you, you delve deeper into their sort of why yeah. and, and their reasoning mm. and, and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, because by delving into deeper into their why, what I'm finding is the strategies that they're mm. unconsciously running yeah. in their mind yeah. before they do something. Mm. Mm. So, you know, when they go to reach for that biscuit, when yeah. they go to reach for that bar of chocolate, yeah. Yeah. what exactly is running through their mind? Yeah. And then I scramble that, mm. give them a new strategy, a new neural pathway, because our unconscious mind will always follow the path of least resistance. Yes. So we mm. need to create a, a new one right, yeah, that yeah, will yeah. create this, this new, more positive, empowering yeah. habit. Yes. So, you know, have you ever watched a film? I know I have watched a film. You know it's not true, but yeah. you find yourself crying your eyes out yeah. over this yeah. film. Calendar Girls was yeah. one for yeah. me. Um, and recently, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, yes. And A Star Is Born, yeah? Right, yeah. right, right. You know, yeah. the lights came on in the cinema. Yeah. I was like, oh gosh, yeah. you know, ah. don't put the lights on. <laughs> yeah. And that's because um, my I tricked my brain into yeah. thinking that this was a real event. Yeah. And your body reacts, because remember, it's all connected. What we think influences how we feel emotionally and physically, and then influences how we behave, our performance and our results. 
So I will scramble the strategy to create a different neural pathway mm. so your thought process is very, very different. So going back to the chocolate situation mm. and the crisps mm. with, uh, with Jane, mm. we're just not cold. They just don't appeal to us, you know? Mm. I, I came home from course recently and my partner Garrett had started a Terry's chocolate orange. So he'd taken it out of the oh, chocolate <laughs> and, and he'd even unwrapped the, the orange foil oh, and yes. taken, he's very, you know, yeah. just taken one and oh. eaten it. I opened the cupboard door when I got in. Now, previously, before having had the technique done, yeah. I would have taken it and before I'd known it, Whoa. it would have gone. Yeah. I just opened the door and I, oh, I looked for something different. I fancied a biscuit. It just wasn't appealing to right. me. It wasn't repulsing me, but it was, I mean, I don't know if I should share with your listeners what it was that um, I used in my visualisation to get me off chocolate mm. because it's something... Repulsive. That you can't, yeah, yeah totally yeah. repulses you. You oh, can't no. put it in your mouth. Yeah. And I've got a puppy who was messing. It was at the time was messing everywhere. So for me, it was dog poo. You know, <laughs> diarrhea, and that made me gag. Wow. So that was. And you started to change that thought to that. And just scramble that yeah. in my unconscious mind. Mm. Yeah. That's powerful. That is powerful. And one thing I want to talk to you about before we start recording, I, I, we talk about fear. Yeah. Or fear, and that's a big thing of mine because, um, you know, from my business, probably similar to, to yeah. Stacey as well, uh, one of Stacey's businesses rather, um, is that people are fear, all right, then let's talk, let's talk business, yeah. about fear of starting or taking yes. the leap like you did when, when you left the police to do, yes. do what you do now and what we did when we left our corporate jobs, our corporate jobs, my work yeah. in a shop, but mm. you know, it was a, a job, mm. you know, 9 to 5, 30, whatever it was to do something to fulfill your passion. Yeah. If I met you five years ago, I probably would have done it like that, yeah. probably, right? But as we talked before, it took a long time for me to get over that and, you know, but what if I fail? What if I do this? What, what if it doesn't work? What, what, you know, what if, what if, what if? But what if it does work? And if it mm. does, you are successful. And you come across as barriers that people do generally how do you sort of what 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 is fear? What is fear in your sort of fear is something very different to each and every one of us. Okay. Yeah, I go back to that model I talked about earlier, where we will delete, distort, and generalize mm. the situation yeah. based on those internal filters that sit okay. in our unconscious mind. Yeah, you know our beliefs, past experiences, yeah, um, how we were brought up, our peers, mm. all those kinds of things. But for me, it's very much around getting out of your own head and mm. out of your own way. Mm. So I like that. Mm. If you can, um, what do they say? Do it and feel the fear. Feel the fear and do it anyway. And yeah. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. What's the worst thing that can happen? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I'm reminded of a motivational speaker that I highly rated, the sumo guy, Paul McGee. And he says, if you attribute every day of the week mm. to a decade of your life, Okay. okay, so we generally pop our clogs around the 70, 80 mark in our lives, don't we? <laughs> Tell them someone's got a death for you. You might have to help you that. Yeah, I can get rid of that. Yeah. So say we're not to 10 years old on a Monday, um, Tuesday we're in our 20s, th uh, Wednesday it's our, uh, our 30s, Thursday it's our 40s, Friday 50s. Mm. I'm on Friday. I've got the weekend left. Life mm. is short. Mm. So mm. what, what's holding you back? And that, wow. that was really wow. empowering that's, for me. It gave, yeah. 
very you know some clarity on where mm. I wanted to be yeah, yeah I feel like when, yeah. when some people are in the wrong job or they, they really don't like their job yeah. it feels to me sometimes as if they feel like they're going to live forever because they don't sometimes want to do anything about it or feel like they can't do something about yeah. it um, and it's that fear that well are they good enough or, or are they going to fail or people are going to people going to think of them um, and so they don't do it mm. they don't follow their talents yeah. you know they don't start something well, like what we did a few weeks ago, we yeah. went to the coffee shop a few weeks ago. Yeah. We were there for three and a half hours. Talking. I can talking. understand that with Stacey. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was, I was and listening. And he was worse. <laughs> he was worse. Hang on. Up. So, um, <laughs> people know me. Yeah, she's probably right. Yeah. Um, but no, but but then we said, how, and we, we, we brought back together, Stacey yeah. and I, you know, known each other for years, but, and how we worked together, we thought, yeah. and then this was born. Mm, and yeah. if it fails or not, well, I don't think there's failure only results. Yes. Um, we will constantly monitor those results and say, yeah, well, and then, I'm are we enjoying it. this? You know, you know, is it helping us with our own growth? Yeah, but then we started it. We've done it. Yeah. And, and apparently last week was well received. Yeah. The first, so first hour and a half ramble yeah. um, of, of, of us, uh, what we'd ever talked about, is well received. But we started it. Yeah. We, thought, well, we didn't know it was going to be well received or, or we not. just thought, yeah. let's just do it. And we, yeah. Yeah. we took action straight away. Yes, exactly. And I think taking action is important, isn't it's it? It's really important. And, and quickly going back to that fear of failure, fear mm. of failure. Yeah, but what is failure? Failure is an mm. opportunity to learn, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and before um, any learning takes place, you have confusion. So mm. it's good to feel confused, it's good to feel disorientated because that's just before you start to learn about what it is you're going to do next. Yeah. Wow, blinking I guess, power. It was like, you know, when we started learning to walk when we were kids, my, my little boy now is 18 months, well, nearly, and he's, he's walking now and he's, he's finding his feet and he's getting more confident. You know, we're trying to encourage him all the time when we start speaking as well. You know, we don't give up. Mm. You know, we we got to keep on you know, going. It's you, a you, you know, and and yeah. that's a really good analogy to make there, Mike. Because as children, you know, our neural pathway mm. is whole. Yeah. Yeah, and then as we go through life, through yeah. the knocks and back yeah. the criticisms, the failures, yeah. the bad habits, our yeah. neural pathway starts to get fragmented. Yeah. Almost to the point where I'm sure some of your listeners will will realise that sometimes they feel they can do something. And sometimes they feel they can't. Yeah. And that's yeah. their, their sort of neurology being fragmented. Yeah. And, and the work I do with clients is bringing that neurology together, integrating those parts mm. so that they're whole again. So they have that, you know, the straps are off as a baby, yeah. or you're a toddler, you're just going to try it. Yeah, yes. of course you are. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, and then if you, like, you know, if he did fall over or hit his head on, God forbid, you know, something, yeah. he won't do it again. Well, because those, those neural pathways then start to change. change. Then go, right, yeah. I won't do that again. Or if you, you know, put your hand on the radio, oh, it's hot, or something, mm. or I mm. won't do that again. Mm. We do it now, but is it hot? You know, yeah. oh, God, that's, that's, that's hot. You won't do it again, even as adults. I did the other day, blinking yeah. egg, I didn't, well, I didn't say blinking And then you're coming across people then that can make you think, well, I won't do that again. Mm, yes. You know, maybe exactly. somebody yeah. says something to you. Yeah. Mm you've done something that's affected you subconsciously mm. as you say and you won't take that risk again or yeah. what you perceive as a risk yeah. and and you know it, that goes down to then how our values are created mm. and that you know our values are the things that we focus on that are important to us so if your goals are not yeah. aligned to your values yeah. in your unconscious mind you won't achieve them yeah but going back to the child you know 
that's not to seven is the imprint age when we learn our values mm. around those closest to us so as a parent mm. with an 18 month old mm. this is a key time till your child is seven mm. where you know the values you want your child to have mm. are really important because it's you and your wife and your mm. surrounding family mm-hmm. are the ones who are going to instill that yes mm. Then, you know, your child gets older, 7 to 14, looks outside the immediate family, maybe to friends, maybe to role models, footballers. Mm -hmm. It's one of my biggest beefs, you know, Mm -hmm. in terms of being a positive role model for children because they will want to emulate, they will want to be the same as their role models. And that's where we start to adopt adopt the other values of, of those around us which could be good or, or could yes. be bad, bad yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so going back to the motivation and the goals this is absolutely why you need to be aligning what you're doing to your core values mm. and starting mm. with why as we often and start with why exactly what, what yeah. is the reason you're doing or you want to do what you're doing exactly I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe in regret. See, because mm. I think you we, we we learn and all rest of it and stuff like that. Okay, and but if I was to change something, I would have done what I've done. What I've done, English Mike. Yeah. Um, years ago. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Years ago, I'm sure and you. How old are you? Th- um, Thirty-nine. Forty this year. Yeah. Forty this year. Yeah. Good for you that you're yeah. having that like yeah. bulb moment. Yes. Because yeah. I didn't have it until I was in my fifties, and I, w- you know, I'm glad I'm having it now. But wouldn't it be awful if I it was in my seventies? My daughter's just gone travelling around the world. Brilliant. She's experienced amazing cultures yeah. and living it, and has decided is having a real good hard think about where she wants to be in yeah. life. Yeah. In her twenties, mm. wow, wow, isn't yeah. it great? Some people don't realise it until it's too late. Yeah, yeah. and isn't yeah. that a shame? It is a and shame. I think it was. Um, <clears throat> Henry Ford said, you know, if you think you can or you think you can't, yeah. you're absolutely, absolutely right. Absolutely. And I, I'm glad you picked up on age there because one of the barriers that do hold some people back, oh, I'm too old now, can't yeah. do it now. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, why would you hold yourself yeah. back? Just yeah. because you're yeah. 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 Absolutely. absolutely. Life is for living. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh God. It's I like, not a yeah. dress reduce, yes. It's not. It's not. We have one life and whether you believe in past and more afterwards, that's a different story. Yes. Yeah. But you're right. Life is very short and, and you have to take it by... The scruff of the neck and do yes, what you want. Absolutely. Because well, I know, I remember a mate of mine a couple of years back, a very good friend of mine, and he was so chuffed when I when I did this full time. Mm. He said, "Mike, I'm so chuffed. You've had some rubbish jobs in the mm. past. I've had some good jobs, yeah. wrong. And you know, a job's a job, pays the bills. But I was so head down. Yeah, just go pay the bills, pay the bills, because that was the way. Because you know, that's I go, what you're focusing on. Yeah, I, well, I was focused on yeah. that. You know, a few years back, you know, I had nothing. I had no money. I came back from London. Been to drama school, my mother passed away, I had no money, I was really, really, really skint and destitute. Mm. And I swear, I thought to myself, no, I'll never be there again. Yes. Mm. You know, and that's why I work so much and then, and, you know, all this stuff. But that was my drive, that was my yes. motivator. Yeah. And while it's great doing a job, yes, job, yeah, and you do it mindlessly, I, I, I've got a brain here and I want to use yes. it. And, I, and if I can give back to people, same as yourself, same yeah. as yourself as well, yeah. you know, you want to give back to people and, and, and inspire people. Mm. Like, you know, we said on the previous podcast days, we, we are role models for Big Ideas Wales. Yeah. Just like you started, Stacey's done it for a while. Through inspiring young people mm. to become entrepreneurs. Mm. Um, because the square peg thing, you know, you, you may be different because you don't have to go to university. Nothing wrong with university mm. if that's what you want to do. Mm. But if you've, if you've got a thing in your mind, you mm. want to help people do something else, mm. go and bloody do it. Absolutely. Because that, for me, that's because we know what it's like to be without. Yeah, you know? yeah. Knowing what it's like to have nothing, start with nothing, be resilient. And 
if I can just chop some years of the, the problem, problem, crisis, even some people might go to starting up yeah. and troubleshoot issues that are simple but are not easy because yeah. you need to stay consistent. So we talk about staying on track. Mm. Yeah. You know? and, and a lot of people are motivated towards or away things yeah. from mm. things. So your motivation when you were, you know, I didn't have much money, you know, and it was a, a period of challenge in your life. Mm. You were motiva- motivated away from mm. poverty, yeah, away yeah. from finding yeah. it difficult. The yes. same as what yeah. you've described. But some people get caught in a cycle. Mm. So they're motivated away from poverty. Um, they earn a lot of money, but then the motivation falls off because yeah. they actually get to where they want to be. Yeah. Uh, and some people then find themselves in a loop where they mm. go backwards yes. and yeah. go back to yeah. being, you know, with very little in order to get the motivation back. Yes. That's to very away yes. Yeah. And that's a lot of the work I do wow. in terms of eliciting the values from yeah. people, finding out what drives them to make sure that they are focused and motivated towards things constantly yeah. not going back i would yeah. say yeah. On, on that note you know as you get perceived to be more successful and you're perceived to be kind of raising up and doing what you do you get a lot more judgment and a lot of people start saying well who, who is she what has she done and they start asking questions or, mm. and you maybe want to feel like you want to pull yourself backwards and, and just be like oh i, I don't want to have anything anymore because it's scary to be judged and it's like we have to constantly work on not worrying about what people think about us. Absolutely. I think I only surround myself with people who are positive people. Why would I not want to surround myself with the likes of yourselves, very motivated, energetic, positive Mm -hmm. mindsets. Um, Brené Brown, really good author, she says, you know, if you're not in the bear pit with me, mm. I'm not interested in your feedback. Yeah. Wow. And that, that's really, really useful stuff. That is really useful. Exactly. You, you, and it's all experience as well, isn't it? You've got to be there. You've got to be in the trenches to, to, to rise up as well. Yeah. And you've got to be there. And I think experience comes with a lot mm. for when business yeah. and life, we've all been through a relationship um, where it has been great or something happened or obviously where you are now you're in a happy place with your your partner hopefully you know so you know things happen for a reason i'm a big believer in that i'm a big believer in we've talked this before but visualization of what you want to achieve and you know there's nothing wrong with aiming right at the top there don't say oh i'm all right don't settle for average you know it's all right there but no go there Mm. i I feel you know we we talk a lot about sort of starting where you are and coming on this, this huge journey and what i've spoken to you in the past about is in that process, you can get something called what's impos- uh, called imposter syndrome, yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you are the kind of the same person you were, but you've done good things, and kind of people are talking about it, and you can't really admit it to yourself. You just kind of just get your head on and you keep moving. Mm. Yeah. No, if people do have sort of this imposter syndrome, is it is that a way that they can deal with it? Absolutely, and and for me, it's all about evidence. Okay, so. I suffered from imposter syndrome, you know, I had consistent, really good feedback in the workplace and won a number of awards and one thing and another. And then I thought, oh, where's somebody else? You know, people could possibly Mm -hmm. be looking at my stuff and and reading my stuff. So for me, it's very much around hard evidence, not thinking about what's going through your own mind, but looking at the evidence, reading the feedback and absolutely believing it. And see in the newspapers and the media articles sometimes. No, you save them and you, you hide them away. Yeah. It's looking back, I suppose, and reflecting absolutely where you've come. Yeah, definitely. Mm, taking the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
thinking time again, you know? And yeah, one yeah. of the things you mentioned there in terms of aiming high was around mm. visualization and, and mm. that's a really powerful technique. Yeah, yeah. You know, where you see it, you see your goal, you feel it, you trust it. Mm. See it, feel it, trust it. And Steve Blackley was um an Olympian, isn't he? A javelin thrower. Yes, yes, of course. He, there's yeah. a bit on YouTube where he um, found himself, I think it was three or four months before one of the Olympics, it might have been Beijing, where he had, um, I think he'd snapped his Achilles tendon three months before. So it was kind of his Olympic dream over. Right. Uh, and he did some work with another hypnotherapist, um, Paul McKenna, mm-hmm. who had Brilliant. him visualize where he was going to be in terms of throwing that javelin and it was a case of hundreds and hundreds of times visualizing it in this yeah. minutest yeah. of detail yeah. you Details. know all the yeah. senses smelling the grass hearing mm. the crowd mm. visualizing the throw where it was going to land and um while everybody else was sort of strength training and doing all the physical training before the olympics he found himself just psychologically yeah. visualizing that throw. And he went to the Olympics, he competed in the Olympics, and he found himself on the podium with a silver wow. medal. Wow. wow. So, and that's on YouTube if people want to oh, know. Wow. Right, brilliant. Yeah. I love stuff like that. See, I love stuff like that because I, I, I love stuff like that because I read a book, um, The Secret, um, oh, yeah. a few years back, and it, it literally did change my life. Mm. Really, literally did. Because I, I, you know, I, before I, well, I, I started this, anyway, so I was on holiday and uh, read it. Somebody said, oh, this is really good. In fact, one of my first clients mm. said, oh, read this. She said, the, the gift, she gifted it to mm. me. I was like, oh, it's just, you know, whatever. Mm. And I was not a negative person. I've never been a negative person, but, you know, I was in a job. It's, it's all right. And things weren't going well. And, uh, it's all right. Mm. I went on holiday, fine, great, marvellous, lovely holiday. And I read this book, and I read Arnold Schwarzenegger's biography. And I'm a massive fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Whether you know, you know, but his his how visualized his winning Olympia against all odds. You know, he moved from Austria to um, America and all the rest of it. And, and he used to visualize himself on stage mm. winning, mm. You know, training and seeing the muscles grow and whatever you're into. And he visualized it winning. And he used to intimidate people, say Lou Ferrigno. You're very small. You're very small. You used yeah. to really intimidate. Yeah. You know, whatever. But but he became a role model. For became, you. Yeah, a massive, yeah. massive role model, yeah. and he still is. And you know, people said, "Oh, you, you, you again go about people putting you down and say you yeah. can't do something." You know, you can't. You got a rubbish accent. You got an Austrian accent. You got a weird, weird name. You can't. You can't act. Yeah. Generally, he's not the best yeah. actor, yeah. but he he they made roles for him. Yeah. He didn't audition. They made Conan the Barbarian for him. Yeah. And. You know, and he was so focused and driven, and he's had careers in bodybuilding, obviously, movies, and he'd been the governor of California. Yeah. Whether he's good or not, it's yeah. a different matter. But, yeah. you know, and he's a political activist now, but he committed. But he committed, decided. he said, and succeeded, yeah. you know, and, yeah. but he visualized it, mm. yeah. you know, and he believed in all that yeah. years, years yeah. in the 60s and 70s, you know, before I was yeah. thought of. But yeah. I'm a massive believer yeah. in that, yeah. massive, because yeah. you have to have. It's like driving, you just drive around otherwise, otherwise yeah. if you haven't got a, a map of where you want to yeah. go, yeah. you just drive around and yeah. go yeah. wherever. You know? So you, you see it, you feel it, and you trust I it. I love that. And engage all the senses. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you know, a lot of people come to me, They if they're going for an interview, for a mm. job, or mm. they've got to give a presentation and they're a bit nervous, and I say, right, if, you know, visualise the audience, visualise yeah. the audience really engaging yeah. you, smiling yeah. at yeah. you, 
and the you know feel that feeling that you want to have yeah. when you when it's over yeah mm. you know so yeah. you you walk into there yeah. with the right senses the right feelings yeah yeah mm. it's powerful powerful oh my god it's amazing and you know some people are not on into it and that's fine you know mm. into you know the visualization and feeling and well but it works yeah. clearly it, but it work. clearly works it it's what you do and then you 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 get things out of people and it's it's, it's brilliant i love it I could talk about that all day. I, know. Yeah. <laughs> I could really talk about that all day. It's brilliant. But, you know, it's, it is about that. Um, yeah. God, I, I'm stuck now. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't say no. Well, I just think, you know, it's... You just... It's getting out of your own... Your own head. Yeah. Yeah. And getting um, out of your, your own, own way. way. I love that. I'm hashtag not... own your own mind. Yeah, hashtag you know, own your own we're mind. All, we all are... We can be our greatest advocates, our greatest supporters, yeah. or we can be our worst enemy. It's a choice. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We always have a choice as well. We always have a choice. A choice to be happy and all that and as well. But, you know, when people are going through dark times and stuff like that, but yes, you, you when, when the room is dark, it's, it's hard to find a light switch, I think, isn't it? Yeah. But, but yeah. that's where, you know, people, positive people are very important and not just in, well, they're always in business, mm. going back to business mm. again. There's always dark times in business, and then we talked about this the other day. And you know, there's high and high highs and lows with risk and stuff like that. Mm. But also in personal kind of uh, times in life, there are dark times. But that's why you got to you got to surround yourself with positive. Yeah, and, and, and become that growth mindset and go from a fixed mindset where you might think I can never do that or there's yeah. don't look for the problems, look for the solutions. Yeah. I know it sounds cheesy, but that's how it is. You yeah, know, to get a growth mindset, yeah. you have to think think. I can't do that yet. Yeah, you know, there yeah. has to be a yet and then you have to work yeah. out how. Yes, and, yeah. and be kind to your mind. Mm, be you kind know, to give your mind. yourself the permission to wallow in it, to be a, have a bit of hippo time as Paul yes. yes. says. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. all right, that's going to be fine. I had a big disappointment last Saturday. Yeah. Really, really upset about something. And I took my dogs up on the mountain and I had a good old two-hour walk with the, you know, the sunshine and the wind in my hair and I just relaxed reflected and I said I'm going to give myself the rest of the day to feel like grass but tomorrow's Tomorrow another day change. and yeah. I will not allow myself to feel this way tomorrow brilliant because it's waste of my time energy yeah why would I do it to myself yeah yeah I, I agree I totally agree that's, 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 that's so powerful so powerful I mean, I could talk, Wendy, I could talk to you all day. I could re I really am inspired by you. I, 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 I love it. I, yeah. I, I really could. Um, but, you know, do you have anything to add, Stacey? Well, you know, we're trying to keep it, you know, we, we could... Because our first episode was like an hour and a half. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, but again, when you connect with somebody, yeah. like, you know, we've known each other years, but yeah. we, we talk for hours, and we're on the same sort it's of level. It's finding those people who, who kind of have that growth mindset, or at least want to work on themselves and their, their own talents, you know? Definitely, and, and a lot of the courses I run, I encourage people to do a bit of a stock take of the relationships mm. around you. Mm. Yes. Work mm. at home, in Love the it. pub, wherever, and just look at the roles that those people play out in your life. Yeah. Are you surrounding yourself with too many energy drainers? Yes. yes. People, yes. You're in yes. their company for yes. five minutes, yes. it's all about them, and actually you're exhausted all the by the negative yeah. stuff yeah. turning on to yeah. you. Because yeah. 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 I read somewhere the other day, you know, that the scientifically proven that we do absorb other people's energy, yeah. and you know, it's really starting to impact us. And I, I felt that, you know, I spend the day with some people 
negative mindset I go home and I just feel absolutely yeah. clear absolutely yeah. Yeah. so think about when you do your stock take of all those people around you have you got enough energy givers in your life those people who are going to inspire you motivate you yeah. and give you the support psychologically yeah. when you need it yeah absolutely. and I think that's what I found when we found our three hour conversation was to find an energy giver that was kind yeah. of on the same wavelength yeah. it was just so nice yeah, yeah. You know, in your circle, you don't t- tend to typically have the same types of people. So exactly. you've got to mix. reach out to your kind of small network of you and bounce off each other. Yeah, yeah of course. And I, I find that powerful. You know, years ago, a few years ago, reading Paul McKenna books and yeah. self-help books because I was standing wrong. But I wanted to become a better person myself and I wanted to become... I wanted some something like this More to listen to to self development yeah. and yeah. and people will listen to podcasts like this maybe yeah. this particular one but I know I do to get information but to sort of like help mm. help uh, know that they can take action and they can yeah. do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think that some of the people that have inspired me are the people that you know have suffered anxiety have suffered post traumatic stress mm. disorders mm-hmm. and really have worked really hard to make a change in their life and it's the learning that I've taken from those individuals that inspires me to keep doing it. Love it. Absolutely love it. So Wendy, as I said now, I could talk to you all day Mm -hmm. and we probably will speak again on a podcast of some sort or, or or you know. um, So where do people find you? Yeah. Okay, so my website is www.leadingconfidently.biz, B-I-Z. Perfect. Um, I'm on Twitter as Lead Confidently, Wendy Derrick, and Instagram, Instagram Wendy Derrick Confidence Coach. Great. I've got a Facebook page, Leading Confidently. Great. We'll put all this in the, in the, in the notes on the... Because yes. um, we're on iTunes. How posh are we? We're on Spotify, <laughs> yeah. we're on what was that thing you said? Castbox as well. So Cast you know box. all your podcasts in one place. Oh, Great, I'm on we're on Anchor as well. Uh, anchor.fm, I think that's that's the website. Yeah. So we'll put all this in the description the what we the links with your website and your Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Um, fab. So one more question, Wendy, I got for you if you don't mind yeah. What's next for you? What's, what's next? What are we up to? What's, what's, what's coming up? I, I recently qualified um, with the um, UK Hypnosis Academy right, as a wow. kinetic shift practitioner, right. which is um, a way of very, very quickly, seven short steps, helping people to get rid of self-limiting beliefs and ditch negative feelings in their life. It's a new technique. I understand there's only 650 of us in the world. Wow. So I'm really wow. interested in taking that to the toolkit that I've got to help my clients. Brilliant. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. What I would say is if we do do another podcast with Wendy, yes. we'll get some questions for you from the listeners. Yes, right? yes, yes. Yeah. And then we'll work through them so that the listeners are asking you questions rather than us, really. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Oh, that'd be, well, we could, yeah, yeah. So we'll that, do, that, we'll that's, get Wendy that's, back on once we've got some questions coming yeah. in for you. Well, if we get past like five listeners now. Yeah. yeah Mum, dad, brother, sister, friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then we'll go. If you could get your mum and dad to listen, I probably could. Yeah, just, 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 just get, let's get people out there. So if you uh, if you have a mum and dad, please, uh, <laughs> you know, please, please, uh, uh, oh, I've got her on camera. I keep yeah. forgetting hi. Um, so yeah, so we're going to try to put this on YouTube as well. And hopefully yeah. it's a record. I think it's still recording. Um, you never believe I used to work for a mobile phone company. <laughs> no. I be quite technical and logical. No. Um, but yeah, so Wendy, thank you so much. I, I'm inspired. I'm I really you inspired. Would be. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I, could, yeah. I, could, I really. And this is what I mean. You surround yourself with positive, influential, happy people who can yeah. lift you up and push you and 
just you know because so much horrible stuff going on in the world and I you know it's uh, you got to expand your circle but you know enclose yourself yeah. with, with positive people Absolutely. as well and, you know it's yeah. you know it's 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 so so great but thank you very much so yeah we're on Spotify iTunes Facebook Twitter Instagram look Wendy up like a page Twitter and yeah I've just said now if you got any sort of questions you of self-limiting beliefs and fear overcoming barriers NLP weight loss you know and all, all that or overcoming anything really yeah. send a question and we'll we'll try and get Wendy yeah, on with great. your if you're free oh, yeah. soon but um yeah, yeah. anything else Stace? no that's it thank, thank you very much thank, thank you both. very Wendy thank, thank you. you so that's it so we'll be back next Except week cool. yeah, I don't know what we're gonna we're gonna fa- find something else now so <laughs> something, can we can we go do better I think we can I don't oh my think goodness. we can do better than this oh my goodness so <laughs> thank it's tough to follow but thank you very much for listening uh, if you are listening play hope you are I hope this is recording give us a five star rating on iTunes Spotify and everything else so we can get more listeners and get more exposure because um, hopefully uh, this, this takes we off we can bring more episodes so yes yeah. so we've had some good feedback so far so um yeah keep listening and uh, send us some questions in please and until next week thank you very much thank you thank you very much see you later